Welcome everybody to another episode of Nights at the Podcast. Guess who's back? Gus J. Swirl, 777, and our lovely host, Dave D. Saint. I told you guys that I'll be coming this week with Gus J. Swirl, 777. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to be <clears throat> with me for the past three weeks because of what? The flu. Dave Santiago here had the flu. The COVID. Uh, <laughs> or that... I, I, I had a whole episode on COVID. Went in the same, yeah. Um, and, you know, we're, we're glad that he's doing a lot better. Um, he's more conscious of his surroundings. And that, you know, he's actually going to be taking care of himself a little bit more from now on. So, uh, first and foremost, David, how, how have you been? I mean, um, like I spoke last time, that I've been doing really good. If you guys hear us chewing a lot or anything, is because we're over here at... Um, a diner. A diner. Um, Tropicana and Elizabeth. Shameless plug. <clears throat> we're not getting paid for this, but yeah, you know, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. And it's good food, and, you know, we're going to just go for it. It's been a long day, and we kind of deserve this. Yeah. So, we're so going to yeah, start I've off been, with some trailers. I've been I've been good. Um, you just asked me a question, you're just going to cut me off. I'm sorry, go ahead. I've been good, you know. I have a small cough, but it's going away. Small cough? Cough. Oh, cough. Yeah. You're pervert. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to start off with uh, some trailers, and then we're going to go into the questionnaires of the what if, the four episodes of, well, more of a co- of a conversation. And we're going to talk about Venom, Let There Be Carnage, <clears throat> and then afterwards, reviews and recommendations, and we're going to call it a night, yay. Hey. <laughs> so we're going to start off with uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. What do you think about that? So, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. I don't, I don't know if it came out yet. But um, i never seen Sailor Moon growing up. I've obviously seen memes, little small scenes here and there. It's definitely a popular anime in, you know, the Japanese and American TV show world. Um, but if I was a fan of it, I would definitely go out and watch it. So if you, you know, you're somebody who watches that kind of stuff, check it out. It looks pretty good for the person who's a typical fan of Sailor Moon. How about you, Dave? I've always wanted to watch it. I just... I don't know, when it comes to anime, I have to be in the mood. Yeah. So, um, for some odd reason, I've never actually, like you, like you, I've never actually took my time to sit down and actually catch up on any of it. But now that it's on Netflix, I might give it a chance. I mean, I always do. You've seen other animes, right? Like Attack on Titan, right? I've seen Attack on Titan. I've seen um, uh, Death Note, the whole thing of Death Note. I've uh, seen everything of, uh, except for um, Dragon Ball GT. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, I take my time and I do it when I get to it, you know? Okay, cool. So you've seen the whole Dragon Ball universe except GT. GT. Which and, is in canon, by the way. Absalom, I know. And Absalom. Absalom is canon, but that was more of an... Uh, straight out of Japan Japan that they never yeah. translated into English right so I have to watch that okay but cool. yeah um, it looks it looks good good animation it looks like they updated it for nowadays it's on Netflix so why not next show that we're gonna talk about is Matt Damon's Stillwater Stillwater looks alright it doesn't look like something that hi can you get a refill please oh, it's, right. it's, uh, it's right, right? It's right yes thank you sorry about that just getting a refill uh, Stillwater doesn't look like something I'm super excited for but if I'm bored, you know, I wouldn't mind throwing it on just to see what it's about. How about you? I love movies about true stories and um, those Academy Award winning films. I like, didn't know it was a true story. I mean, I don't know if it's true. I know that stuff like that does happen. Oh, okay, okay. It looks like the movie is about 
a girl who has a lesbian lover um and i guess she gets knocked out she gets knocked out maybe drunk or something wakes up and her lesbian lover is dead and, now, and they blame her and they blame her and now she's serving time in jail and her and her father wants to get her out who was played by matt damon and um he looks desperate yeah i definitely would give it a try and it's not one of those movies that i want to rush to it but definitely i will sit down and take my time to actually pay attention because it's one of those movies that you have to be careful with, you know yeah the story well written it came out what earlier a couple of months ago and I, i'm thinking that this movie is going to be up there with like the academy awards next year mm. okay you okay. never know so definitely worth the watch it seems for me i don't know for everybody but right next trailer we're going to talk about 616 wolford lane <clears throat> now that i think that's not it's one of the baldwin brothers i forgot the name of, of, of him maybe no not billy baldwin <laughs> um it's definitely the older one and um the movie looks like it's one of those haunting movies you know um a ghost story but it also looks low budget it looks kind of paranormally like yeah. the paranormal movies yeah. but it looked low budget like at certain points it looks like i shot it with my <laughs> camera on your in your backyard you know i caught that too yeah yeah so i don't know i mean i'll definitely take a look at it just to so i can talk about it on the podcast but it doesn't look like it was it's one of those movies that is like oh my god i gotta go watch it in the theaters oh my god i gotta talk to my friends about it because it's one of those movies that made me think mm. you know agreed agreed next movie we're going to talk about is called skater girl yeah. and it looks like it takes place in a third world country maybe in india or something no it looks like that yeah huh? and i know you're into like the whole skating thing you used to do that a lot yeah you just watched uh betty the tv show right based on, on girls who, yeah and girls who do, uh, do skateboarding yeah um but this i don't know this kind of didn't get my attention that much it didn't get my attention either but because of the whole skater thing and i, I want to see because the thing is in third world countries women don't have any rights yeah and for them to start breaking out and doing things like this it's uh very very um instrumental for the future mm. <laughs> so it's like um the 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 only dream of what can be here in the united states america do, do you have to be a tomboy to be a female skater no no you definitely be a girly not. female skater yeah but it's all just a, it's, a, it's a life a way of a way of life kind of like being a, a surfer Okay. A surfer, they they're more like chill away. Hey, what's up, dude? And all that stuff. Those are the surfers. That's the way. Like Jeremy. Yeah. Skater people are more like alternative and okay. all that stuff. Um, so I mean, but the girl looks like she's very um, into it, but she just doesn't have the platform to do it because she's in the third world country somewhere. Right. No support. No support, and probably it looks like her dad doesn't want her doing this stuff and everything. But um, it looks like it's one. Of, it's gonna be one of those groundbreaking movies. Right. Mm -hmm. I would check it out. Um, I'll check it know. out. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I know that. I'm not crazy about it, but in time. Mm -hmm. In time. Next movie we're gonna talk about is Together Together. Okay, that seems interesting to me. His name is Ed Helms, I think, and he finds a surrogate to have his baby. And he doesn't want her like having sex or having relations with other people. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but it looks like uh, it looks like maybe eventually he starts to like her and she starts to like him. Obviously, if he's being protective over her. Right, right. Or maybe it's over the baby. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, there could be so many different different uh, points of view in this. Right. But I'm definitely open for it. I love movies like that. I love like them little uh, comedies that are like sad. It, it looks like a sad comedy, you know? Like, well, a dramatic comedy, you know what Yep. Maybe a dark comedy? We'll see. We'll see. And the last trailer we're going to talk about is Marvel's Wolverine. Now, that trailer's not really that big. All you see is Wolverine's hand. It's for a video game? It looks it's like Insomniac Games. Yeah. Um, last podcast, I spoke about Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And um, Miles Morales, <laughs> Peter Parker team up with and against Venom. Mm-hmm. You, is it going to be against Venom or with Venom? I think it's going to be at first against and then with Venom, against the bigger bad. Could be Carnage or somebody else who we haven't seen yet, you know. Yeah. Sorry, can I take that? Oh yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, but I'm definitely interested. You see that like the Sounds bar. Sounds like him too. You see the bar is like all all dead people, and then this one dude walks in and he looks like he's about to do something. Else. And he's just drinking at the bar, and then all the freaking claws come mm, out. Yeah, the adamantium claws. It looks good. It looks like it's gonna be kind of a just one player game. Uh, and but from what for- I understand. But when they were talking in the PS5 convention, they're trying to start an Insomnia Games world. Universe, yeah. Yeah. So, eventually, maybe they'll do a crossover. Looking forward to it. What do you think? Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, uh, Insomniac has done great stuff. They've done many crossovers. Uh, they've created games uh, like Spyro, Ratchet & Clank, Resistance Fall of Man. And these uh, have all been, you know... Big, Sounds like you've been a fan of these. I used to want to work for Insomnia Games. I used to be a big, big thing. I used to follow them a lot. Um, and JP, I think, wants to work for them too, my brother. Um, Why? We've always been into kind of video games, but him, he's really taking it seriously, but he's looking for anybody, uh, not just Insomniac. So, but, but yeah, uh, Wolverine seems like a nice game. Looking forward to some gameplay video. What made Insomniac stand out from all the other video game companies? Spyro. In the beginning, Spyro blew them up. And then from Spiral, it went to uh, Ratchet and Clank. From Ratchet and Clank, it went to Resistance, but that stopped with the PS3. Um, and then uh, Spider-Man is what has them at the top right now. Yep. All right, everybody, we're gonna go pay some bills, and we'll be right back with some questionnaires. We're here. What if? All right, so we'll be back. Continue. Can Hello, you pay my bills. You take my own bills. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, um, obviously, obviously, uh, I was on COVID leave, so we missed pretty much four weeks of. Uh, well, actually, we just saw episode the the the, the season one finale. Season one finale of What If Today. So we'll talk about that at the end. But um, yeah, we're gonna start off with ep- which which episode was Killmonger. Um, eight, seven, six. Okay. Episode six, probably. I think it was episode six. Or so it's entitled seven. "What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark." Yeah. So my question to you is: How powerful in this series is Killmonger? Um, I think he's very manipulative, and he has a smart mind. Um, obviously he's trained. 
um, and he has natural instincts that come to him because he's Wakandan. Um, but oh. I think what makes him mo most powerful is that he doesn't have the morals, and his mind is pretty smart enough. You know, he, you know, he's also been trained by the Air Force and different uh, off sections of the Air Force as well. So I think that's what makes him powerful in this series, in this universe, per se. What if Iron Man had a vibranium suit? Well, I mean, so I mean, we we've seen Iron Man with a vibranium suit. Um, we have. And, uh, yeah, so we've seen him have a, a nanotech vibranium armor in Avengers Endgame in the MCU. Okay. Um, it's the bomb.com. That's all I could say. It's great. I um, think it would benefit him so much. Yeah, a vibranium yeah. suit. Do you think vibranium is the strongest metal in the in the Marvel universe? From as of now, yeah, because we haven't seen or heard anything else. Uh, do you think? I think in due time we'll find more things. Do you think it's especially as strong as now with the special? Uh, they have similar properties. I think adamantium is either has vibranium properties or vibranium is a version of adamantium. Um, I don't know which one's stronger though. I don't know. Honestly, well, I, I, that would be a toss-up. And then uh, things like uh, <laughs> Thanos' blade that's made from... Uh, what's that made from again? Isn't it like... Elf? Elf uh, something. Oh, oh, like I can't remember what it is. That big something old metal. thing that... Uh, that um, um, yeah, the blade. The I can't remember. But yeah, so I mean, that looked like it broke right through Captain America's shield after a few hits, which is made of vibranium. So, or maybe it's the angle at which you hit it. Who knows? Yeah. All right, how strong is Black Panther's armor? Black Panther's armor? Uh, well, it's made of vibranium mesh uh, fiber cloth. So I don't think it's as strong as, uh, let's say, a vibranium metal suit. Like if uh, Iron Man had a vibranium suit. I think it wouldn't be as strong as Iron Man's suit, but I think it's very durable. It takes it could it's a bulletproof. It has kinetic absorbing properties, and you know obviously he could isn't release it, that energy. Isn't it more? The more he gets hit, the more powerful he gets. No, the more he could absorb, the more kinetic energy he could absorb. Um, to a certain point, though, he has to continuously exert it after a certain point. But I think it'll automatically do it because Sherry's the one who developed it. Nice. Did Tony Stark have to die in that series? He died? I think oh, he did die. He, he did die. die. Yeah, I think um, it's a motivation for people like Pepper and for Shuri to go out and to be able to convince uh, Stark Industries that uh, Killmonger is actually bad. They had to have some sort of motivation behind it. So the founder being killed on camera was enough. Him, yeah. mm -hmm. and he didn't really care. He, 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 he felt it like... It's a necessity. Uh huh. All right. How does Black Panther's astral plane work? Uh, so um, that actually I'm not too sure of. I think it's more on. Um, Isn't it like when you absorb the power of the Black Panther? That's when you see your ancestors, and that's when you get. I think it's like some sort of like being on like LSD, and so supposedly some people who are on certain drugs, or who take certain herbs, supposedly, uh, they say sometimes that they could. Uh, you know, manifest or be able to monitor or tap into different dimensions or different areas of life on a different uh, spectrum, let's say. Uh, so I think it's something kind of like that. But I'm not sure. They haven't really explained it too much. Maybe there's a science behind it. I don't know. Alright. Is Wakanda undefeatable? 
No. Why do you say that? Because it's uh, still part of the human race and vibranium was sent to them. Vibranium has been destroyed before. So I think they're a formidable force as far as the civiliz civilization. But um, they're not undefeatable at all. Yeah, I think they're just a race of people. If you find the weakness, kind of like what Batman usually does, I think they can be taken down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have weapons of mass destruction that are from the unfathomable in in um in in our world. Right, right. But, but I'm, I still think everybody has a weakness. Yeah. And the last question: Will Shuri become the new Black Panther? Shuri. I mean, in the comics, she does, but... At one point, she does. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would want her to become the new Black Panther. Yet. I think eventually I would like her to become. But as of now, can I get a box? As of, as of now, I don't want her. Kind of like um, the whole talk. We were having a conversation at work. <laughs> they asked me, what did I think about... Women in the Academy Awards being unrepresented, Thank and you. I said, I said, well, I mean, I think that's really, really messed up. I think, but now we are starting to see a lot more females being represented, like Patty Jenkins, um, Patty like, Jenkins, like, yeah. like uh, what's your director? Right over here? Oh, yes. good. Thank you. Like the director, like the director. Anything else, guys? Or no, we're just. Um, uh, we're just doing our podcast here really quick. Yeah. Are you the interview, right? Uh, we're just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's the last thing in the podcast, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 it's okay. No, it's, it's all right, good. it's all right. Do you want another soda, guys? Or you uh, yeah, you can give me a little more. Be, uh, you, my friend? I'm good, thank you. Okay, Thanks. let me help you with this, my friend. Okay, okay thank, thank you. you. Take a second more knock. Okay. Gracias. Um, so, yeah, um, we were talking about uh, women being unrepresented in the Academy Awards, and I said, well, you know, times is changing. Um, the first woman to actually, first female director to actually win in the Academy Awards. I forgot her name, but um, she directed The Hurt Locker, and obviously oh, okay. Patty Jenkins has been doing Wonder Woman 1 and 2, and we're getting a lot more female representation. Ava DuVernay, who directed um, <clears throat> that uh, When They See Us, Mm-hmm. You know the Central Park Five. Yeah, that was one of the best um, 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 series I saw or or, or um, extended movie that you can ever see in. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. In um, in the in the Netflix, you know, um, she was very screwed up. They screwed her because she should have won the Academy Award for Best Direction. She didn't get it. But we got a lot of other females like Catherine Hardwick. Okay. When she did the Twilight series, and she's done a lot of other movies that are very, you know, underappreciated. But I mean, in due time, we're getting all different types of of, of, of directors of all different races and creeds and and, and and genders and all that other stuff. You know, there's yeah. Time has come for change. Of the two genders. Yep. <clears throat> all right. Um. Next episode. Which was, you said six, so this would be seven. I'm not well, sure if it was six, but yeah, possibly. Well, what if Thor were an only child? So, what is that episode really about? Or, what did you see? Uh, from what I could remember, this was a few weeks ago. Um, we saw, basically, a possibility of what could have been Thor's life, or what would have possibly been Thor's life, if he didn't have the... If he didn't have... Uh, Loki. Loki. As an adopted brother into his family growing up, um, he wouldn't have had that motivation or that trial of having to go against somebody, uh, be cocky, and then having to humble himself and then come back 
and being a truly humble hero. Yeah. Um, so, but it looks like it played out well in the so end. So, in, in reality, Loki balanced him out. <clears throat> True, but I also kind of liked Loki. The Loki was freaking uh, cool. Saw what he looks like. The ice giant. Yeah, and that's what he's supposed to be. He's the prince. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. But he was like cool friends with him. I loved it. I love that. So what? Um, what cameos did you see? I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head. So hand. many different. Uh, obviously, we saw. Um, uh, we saw a lot of people from Guardians. We saw. We uh, saw everybody in lot the MCU people. that has been there since the MCU one. Most people who had lines in that movie were original voice actors from the uh, original characters on the MCU, which is pretty cool. You think his mother played? Um, what's her name? Who? Uh, uh, the the woman who did the voice for. Um, um, his mother. Who? Oh? Uh, um, Thor's mom. What was oh, her Thor's name? Oh, Thor's mom. Uh, her name is... Mira? Uh, no, that's uh, Aquaman's wife. No, it's... Uh, it's... I uh, can't remember off the top of my head. Go ahead. No, but um, it was filled with cameos up the ass. You had cameos from Guardians of the Galaxy. Cameos from everywhere, pretty much. Um, and it just had me... Like, it was a fun episode. It was Pretty good. Frida. Yeah, it was definitely a filler episode. Yeah, um, but, but it was a nice ending to it, too. It was a pretty interesting ending. Isn't it the ending where you see Ultron? We saw you see Ultron with Vision's body inside. Ultravision. Uh, nice name. Ultravision uh, appear with the Infinity Stones embedded in his chest and forehead. That was crazy. That was a nice setup for what was to come. Oh, well, yeah, man. Definitely. But definitely um, Thor was a complete a-hole. Yeah, um, but I think at the end of the day, him. he kind of humbled himself. He's still, a he's bit. still an a hole, I guess, at certain times. Because if you saw him in the first part when he meets Jane, and he's like, "Give me another," and he breaks the glass and everything. But you see his transitioning through all the movies, even in part three. That was the funniest one. Oh yeah, he's a work. He's a friend from work. Oh, that's pretty good. That's funny. Um, but it was uh, definitely one of those episodes that is a filler, but is definitely a fun, a good one. Yeah. Like zombies. I like zombies. zombies. Is that the next episode? No. The next episode. We spoke about that a while ago. Well, we did. Yeah. Okay. Next episode, is, next episode is called What If Ultra 1. Ultron 1, yeah. So now this episode. Now this, I'm not going to ask you any questions. I just want to recap what you saw and what you felt from this. This is literally Ultron getting the, Yo, the Infinity this? Stones. This was crazy, man. So wait, Ultron finds Vision's body. No, no, yeah. Vision well, at that moment. No, he well he made Vision's body just yeah, like he made he, was, it. So he wanted to embed it. Okay, so he put his soul or his being, his essence, yeah. inside Vision, and then he finds the Infinity Stones, and yes. he embeds the Infinity Stones in his body. That was dope. Yo, how fast he killed Thanos and Eternal. Yo, I guess it's because he's uh, on a different intellectual level. And then he's the funny thing advanced. is when he conquers, he conquers that world, and then he's like, what else is there for me to do? And, and then all of a sudden, he senses the Watcher Yeah, he the senses multiverse. a being outside of the universes, outside of the multiverse, watching him. Yeah. And wow, man, how so, he starts to break into that nexus. What? Ooh. What? Surprise universe do they go into what surprise universe you mean what, what they went through a lot of universes 
uh, one of the ones that we see that's uh, part of a franchise that's also owned by Disney's uh, Star Wars uh, Star Wars World. I don't know if you Star saw Star Wars it. Universe, of course. Um, that's and the, then you saw that's the Darth Vader's tower in the background. <laughs> that's the place. Yo, so so is that's the question that everybody's asking? Is Star Wars now congruent with the MCU? Hey, I mean, they can do it now. They, they can. own it. That's pretty awesome. I still want to talk to you about Free Guy, but like you're still like in your own little la la world. I'll get there. Because um, um, now that 20th Century Fox is owned by Disney, it's called 20th Century Studios, they can cross over things that you wouldn't normally see. Right, right. I remember when I saw that, it was blew my mind away. I started laughing my head off because of the cameo. Me too. But um, you haven't seen it. I did. Uh, you saw the cameo? I but, saw Free Guy. You saw it already? Mm-hmm. So then you saw Chris Evans? Chris Evans? Oh, yes, I did. When he did. when he's holding the shield, and then he has um, Hulk's arm, and he punches him, and then you see Chris Evans, he's like, what the fuck? Yo, that shit was so funny. I loved it, bro. I, I love loved that. It, yeah. I love that part. Channing Tatum, I thought he was badass, but then he ends up being some nerd. Like, um, yeah, mom, what the heck? No, no, no. Yeah. He, was, he was making fun of him. No, he was talking he to his would, mom. Oh no, no, because the thing is, he was a he was a uh, an avatar, mm-hmm. and then he was talking to the kid. He was talking for the kid behind. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. So, what I made you it. watch it? Because I mentioned it. Yeah, I was like, okay, this guy's gonna want to talk about it. Let me pay for this movie on Prime. You paid for it? Yes, um, I just, Prime I Video. I watched it on cinema. 4K Ultra HD. And, um, I watched it on cinema and it wasn't 4K Ultra HD no, as wasn't. well. Yes, but it anyways, was. It you was want, awesome. How much you want to bet? Anyways, it was awesome. 1080p. It was awesome. 4K. <laughs> different from 1080. But um, well, I it, mean, was, it was funny. I mean, it was good either way. But uh, I love the concept of the AI coming to like inside a video game and creating more That's AI. That's actually reviews and recommendations. You're getting into that. I just wanted to say how awesome was the right. right. Oh yeah, we're on what if my bad. Yeah. yeah so um, yeah, no, I loved seeing the world. What was it Ustafar or Uga? I, I don't know the name. Um, I just and then Darth Vader's it. tower in the background. Darth Vader's tower. Oh, like, so um, the logic's a little bit messed the, up fight between Ultron and, and Watcher. Watcher. And mm-hmm. He gets the super suit and they start beating love each other up. But uh, how do you feel about how they kind of messed with the continuity a little bit of uh, the rules of the universe? I don't mind it because this is uh, this is uh, uh, alternate universe. But this is it's, canon to the MCU. Well, let's just wait and see. They said it's canon. Uh, they, they, yeah, it's canon because it's a what if story. These are no, all no, what no. Ifs. It's canon to the multiverse. I don't believe it until I actually see it come out. Until they announced life. it. Until I see it come out it's live. Like, it's action. like saying <clears throat> me Yo, telling you the question, sky is not blue. Question. Check it out. Yesterday I was talking to um, I forget who I was talking to. Now, when Loki. And Loki, uh, what was it, Sylvie? Mm-hmm. When she stabs Khan, yeah, she only initiated Ultra Khan's new um, um, person. She did not open the, the multiverse. At that same time, Doctor Strange is the one who opens the multiverse. So what we're seeing there, um, this is my concept. I was thinking about. It, I was like, that makes sense. She initiated the stabbing of Kong. That's but then we saw all the the strings. 
But I'm thinking that at that same moment, Doctor Strange is doing what he's doing with Tom Holland's Peter Parker, and he opens the multiverse. Does that make sense to you? It's a possibility. I'm thinking that they're both at the same moment. It's hard to know. It's just hard because to know. Because the thing is, I don't think Khan would send the ripples. I think Khan would come back as a different... But I don't... Why, why, why would that initiate the ripples in time? I mean, it's different universes taking different directions at different times. It's not the beginning is of Is it because Khan. he got killed? It's sending... Because he's the one who initiated that one long MCU universe? He was basically holding, having the TVA officers hold off from other Kong... The Kong, Kang the Conquerors, you know, doing their thing in, all the, <laughs> in other universes. Yes. He was holding that back from happening. Um, so now that nobody's holding that back... We don't have to see it happen immediately. What happens? The the cracks that are happening could be in that moment, but later on in their timeline. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I'm, the TVA I, is honestly, outside of time. I I, I I get it, but I honestly believe that at that same moment, um um, Peter Parker and and Doctor Strange are doing their thing. We're gonna have to wait and see. We're gonna All have right. to wait and see. Let's move on. Um. The Watcher broke his oath. Yeah. Um, in season four. I mean, episode four, the season finale. Um, it's called The Watcher Broke His Oath. What if The Watcher Broke His Oath? What is yeah. it? Bro- yeah. So, um, this last episode, we see the, 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 the organization of the Guardians of the Multiverse. Awesome. Which consisted of who? So, we had Captain Carter, uh, Killmonger as Black Panther. Um, we have... Uh, no, not Black Widow. We have... Black Widow uh, eventually comes. Party Thor, uh, or Thor Odin's son, like uh, only only child Thor. Some people call him. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? We had um, Gamora. Gamora in the uh, state of what's his name? With Thanos's armor. But she was with somebody. Iron Man. But she Iron Man wasn't chosen. It was. It was her because <clears throat> that was part of an episode that was supposed to happen. Uh, um, but they're saving it for next season because they didn't have enough time to finish off the season. Yeah. So they we saw that scene from that episode, but uh, we didn't get the full episode based off of where that scene they um, pulled it from. Um, and obviously, Doctor Strange was involved. Oh, oh, no. what's his name? Ultimate Doctor Strange. He's Doctor like, Strange he, Supreme. Yeah. Oh, freaking awesome! I'm I love Sorcerer Supreme. I love it. I, love I, it. I, I also call him the evil Doctor Strange. Yeah. But um, the organization was chosen through the Watcher. Who else was there when the Watcher said, you chose him? <laughs> Remember, there was somebody there with him. Doctor Strange. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then, obviously, they have to fight Ultra Ultravision. And Ultravision is, like, on a whole other level of, like, stupidity. Yo, I and, love it. And they have to, like, use... They have to use all their powers combined. And they have a multiversal, <laughs> multiversal battle going on where they're destroying universe after universe. And it's just freaking and then you awesome. And you see, finally, Doctor Strange unleashes ultimate power. Um, we see him swallow the power of an exploding universe. Um, that was great. I love that scene. Um... 
and we see a lot of uh, other th other characters. We, within that, you actually see Black Widow return, and we find out that Black Widow and Captain Carter are like the best of friends. And um, what what ultimately happens to Ultravision? So, at the end of the day, um, his AI is destroyed and taken over by um, Arnim Zola, aka Modok. <clears throat> Um, and that's pretty cool that he has the uh, Vision's body. Um, but the thing is, he doesn't have a hold of the Infinity Stones because we saw the twist at the end, the betrayal from Killmonger, who makes his own Ultra Ultron suit um, or Vibranium suit that could hold the Infinity Stones. And they're both trying to fight for the stones. At the end of the day, they don't defeat them because the Watcher already knew they just needed to be contained. Now, who contains them? Doctor Strange Supreme and he has them in a bubble um, and he, he kind of when he told them uh, he was going to give them like a protection spell he kind of like enclosed him in jail yeah and that, <laughs> that's his punishment that he has to watch over them and he said what are friends for but I think there's something behind that I don't know well, obviously we didn't get to finish it so um, we're going to have to wait till next season yeah. And this is a really good series I, 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 I spoke about it in the last podcast where um the what if season two is gonna borrow a lot of stuff from the upcoming MCU phase four? Yeah. So I mean, we are in the phase four right now. Is it phase five? No, it's phase, phase four. Phase four doesn't end till Fantastic Four. You correct. So after that, it go. I'm pretty sure somewhere in phase five we'll see X Men. All right, so that's the season finale of What If. If you guys have not seen it yet, it is located on Disney+. Plus. Just like most of the other stuff that we've been talking about, they're all on streaming sites or going to be on streaming sites. So we're going to move on to... This one is still theatrical. I'm pretty sure it'll eventually get to... Is, is, is Sony allowing... No, it's not on Disney+. Plus. Not on Disney+. Plus. Okay, so Venom's not on there. No, not even Spider-Man. Okay, okay. That sucks. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about Venom Let There Be Carnage because we saw this movie this past Friday. Yo, freaking no, uh, Thursday. So no. awesome of an ending. Well, well, we'll get to the ending. But oh, the you movie. mean the movie in itself? The movie in itself is an hour and a half, 90 minutes, <clears throat> including the credits. Short, short, short ass film. Short movie. They really, they really it chopped up it. Carnage's orig origin story. I wish they would have lengthened it out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was still cool. Just, I, I liked one better than I liked part two, but part one wasn't all that great either. Um, yes, I'm a fan of superheroes, so obviously I'm still going to be a fan of this. I did like the way that they made, portrayed Carnage. Um, I love the jokes here and there, like, uh -huh. oh, it's a red one. No, and he tries to run away. Well, when he grabs um, Cletus Cassidy, he's like, fuck him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and bites him. Um, I wish they would have saved Cletus Cassidy for a future. I wish they would have saved the Carnage for the future. I wish it wasn't so easily ended. I don't you know. know. I, think, I don't think Carnage is done. Um, obviously, and obviously, I mean, it's has, inside his body, so he could, you know, um, reproduce again. But, but who's gonna, who, else? Cletus Cassidy is the only one who owns him. What if he's inside him? I don't, I don't know. Do you think that um, eventually? Because I honestly thought in this, in this movie, when when the uh, uh, spoiler alert. I'm sorry, guys. We should have told you guys ahead of time. Um, when. One, two, three, four, five. You have time to run away. Go watch the movie. Come back. Um, when he was jumping from body to body, I thought he was uh, eventually going to touch like Flash Thompson. 
and be like, oh, I'll come back to you, you know, something <laughs> like that. I would have loved cool. that because, like, it would have touched, you know, obviously we know that he becomes Flash Thompson at one point. Yeah. But I did enjoy... <clears throat> I did enjoy a lot of the movies, certain pieces here and there, you know. I, I, I'm so glad that I know, I don't know a hell of a lot, but I know a good portion of Venom. Like when he said, oh, I'm the lethal protector. I love that because that was when Venom went good and that was, yeah. that's what he was known as, the lethal, the lethal protector. protector. Um, I love the fact that I, I was able to talk to um, Arias Naji. I was able to tell him, oh yeah, he can't last in people's bodies because he's not compatible with them. He has to be he, symbiotic. He has to be symbiotic. He's like, but what do, you, what do you mean? And I'm like, yeah, in the first one, they tell you that he needs to com- be compatible with the host, if not <clears throat> whatever. Um, <clears throat> movie wasn't I'm not going to say it was horrendous, but it wasn't great. Uh, first one was similar, but it had a little more oomph. But now we get to speak about the post credit scene. Oh my God, bro. You know how many people I've told about that post credit scene? Yo. But when I do it, I do my impression. When he's sitting with... Uh, he's laying there with uh, Eddie, Eddie Brock, and they're talking. And then Eddie's... Uh, uh, the symbiote is like... I, uh, us, we symbiotes can show you so much more. Yeah. And he's like, he said, we all have our secrets. We right? all have our secrets. And if you allow me, I'll show you. And he's like, all right, show me. And he's about to do it. All of a sudden, you see this light. It goes from night to day, right? On the yeah. outside. It looks like he's on a beach somewhere. It, yeah, they were in a hotel. <laughs> and then it transferred to like a beach area. To like a high-end resort on a beach. Uh, I mean, they were already on an island. But now it's like a high-end resort on a on an island um, and it was pretty cool he said 80 million light years um, of, of uh, information hive mind of symbiotes across a, a multiverse and then bro Eddie Brock, oh my god Eddie Brock goes like uh-huh, and he's like that wasn't me <laughs> oh yeah because the room starts <laughs> flickering it will, will call this blue red kind of yeah, like and then it turns to daylight and yo. then the next thing you see is him getting out of the bed and you hear yo. Peter Parker and blah, blah, blah. You hear, yo, bro, you hear, the whole theater was going crazy. You hear J. Jones. No, but not yet. At that point, people were starting. Because I was going, what? I remember I was going, yeah. what the heck? What the heck? I'm jumping. I didn't even get to I'm see a, you. I was going crazy. And then all of a sudden you hear J. Jonah Jameson, um, who was played by J.K. Simmons. On the TV Simmons, in front of them. On the TV in front of them. But we still don't see the TV. All you hear is we're quiet all year is uh, Peter Parker and blah 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 and at that moment I heard you that's the moment that I reaction to you mm-hmm. and you were like oh my god oh my god I heard you on the other side and then all of a sudden <clears throat> the camera turns around and then you see Tom Holland Peter Parker on the TV uh, Spider-Man oh suit and then you see uh, Eddie Brock transform into Venom and then Venom licks the screen yeah he says like ooh that guy and now, he licks this bro now this is this is crazy because it looks like they're doing the story backwards because originally Venom you talking about here. him becoming evil no so Venom comes here obviously you know he gets uh, to comes Peter to Earth, Parker yeah. and gives Peter Parker the strength and then eventually he becomes a villain and then he has to rip the stuff off and then it goes into Eddie Brock but it looks like in here they did the lethal protector story first where he goes into Eddie Brock and all that stuff but now he's going to become obsessed with Peter Parker he's going to try to go to him probably get it to him make him bad he's going to rip it off again and then he's going to go to uh, Eddie Brock that's my whole synopsis 
and then Yo, eventually they're gonna become villain. Like they're gonna become uh, maybe uh, arch nemesis or whatever. No, no way. But then no. eventually they're gonna join together. No, they have to. Bro. I, I don't think they'll be enemies for long. After how they, they have to been. have at least one movie. Maybe they're gonna Venom, have a fight. Maybe, maybe Venom Three. You know? I don't know. Because we'll I don't think Spider Man is gonna do. Of Venom crawl. I mean, I think it's going to be a Spider-Man going into the Venom world. You think so? I think that's how it's going to be because they already have laid out all the Spider-Man movies. That'll be freaking awesome. I mean, right now we have Spider-Man No Way Home, um, but that's pretty much it, right? I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure they already have planned out a Venom. Yeah, because he's going back to Sony. Yeah, I don't I mean, think they should still... do that. I think they should just continue crossing over. I mean, I mean, look at Morbius. Morbius, the living vampire. At the end of that trailer, you see him cross over with uh, Michael Keaton. And they uh, put Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man as graffiti on a wall. Because it's uh, it's, uh, um, cause it's a maybe, it's a multiverse, bro. It's a multiverse. So, um, super excited for what's coming up next. Um, unfortunately. Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage wasn't the best movie, but it wasn't the worst movie. We can do a lot worse, um, but it was still a fun movie nonetheless. Um, so now we're going to go into reviews and recommendations and then call it a night. And we'll, we'll wish you guys adieu and we'll see you next week. All right, we'll be right back with our transitional period. back <laughs> so um yeah i'm pretty sure since the last three weeks or four weeks you've seen a lot of stuff yeah here and there um last night i caught up with uh the two most recent episodes of the good doctor i've talked about it before i love this tv show it's based off a japanese tv show uh japanese Jap japan's version of the good doctor that's where originally it came from about a doctor, a kid in his twenties. Well, we already you already given us uh, a synopsis, formula yeah. of that, but what happened in the first episode, I guess, uh, that well, you saw? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, uh, Sean Murphy, still autistic doctor, he's in now in his uh, fourth year residency, so he should almost be done with his residency years, uh, heading on to being an attending doctor. Um, and now he's getting married. It's pretty cool. So his girlfriend and him, his fiance and him. Uh, at the end of last season lost their baby uh, so sad uh, but at least this season they're working towards actually getting married and it's pretty cool the hospital they work at in the second episode uh, was bought off so now they're kind of working under a bunch of new and different kinds of rules um, so now they can't be referred to as doctor this uh, nurse so and so now they're referred to by Sean non-binary John <laughs> no not non-binary just a first name basis so it's kind of not a real life situation uh, that I think was likely to happen, but it's pretty interesting to see the take they're uh, putting on this. Cool. Um, so with me, obviously, I've been I do marathons and like I've been speaking about it for a while now. I'm doing the MCU, obviously, and the movie that I was, the last time I spoke about the was Agents Agents of Shield season one, and then the next one in the series would be Guardians of the Galaxy one. A group of intergalactic criminals must pull together to stop a fanatical warrior <clears throat> with plans to purge the universe. Obviously, what was the bad guy's name in that in Guardians of the Galaxy? Part one? Uh, was it the blue guy with the with the black stuff in uh, his face? 
the the something the pun the accuser <laughs> Ronan the accuser Ronan the yeah um I I enjoyed him as a bad guy mm -hmm. um one of my favorites I I guess because um what's his name um uh shoot what am I gonna not J J Abrams the director the director of um, Guardians of the Galaxy James Wan no it's a uh, no it's a uh, Taika Waititi no no it's James Wan no James Wan is a, a horror guy. It's um the guy no, who no, did uh, uh, the Suicide Squad. James Gunn. James Gunn. I thought it was like James James Wan. So James Gunn. His movies are just awesome. Like did you, they're fun. Did Suicide you hear, Squad. Did you hear? Um, he's finishing up the last of Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and then he's going back to DC to do an untitled DC movie. Now there's speculation that he's going to do a sequel or a follow-up to the Suicide Squad, but um, he wants to continue working with Warner Brothers because he likes the way that they do their things. Nice. But Guardians of the Galaxy one, amazing movie. What can I say? It actually brought more of the whole celestial thing that we're going to be seeing in the Eternals. Yeah. What's it's next that you see? Um. I'm catching up with uh, American Horror Story, the latest season, season 10. Um, it's like a <laughs> double feature kind of season. Yeah, I know. Um, aliens and demons. Aliens and um, vampire demons? I, I, I don't I know. I haven't what they gotten are. there. I just seen that it says AHS uh, double feature. Okay, yeah. So uh, the, fir the first, uh, I think it was seven episodes, I'm not sure. Um, it was about, it's one story. Uh, and it's about these uh, a couple and their child who moved to a certain part of uh, the U.S. I think it's Maine or New Hampshire, and they start experiencing, uh, without giving too many spoilers, uh, just some paranormal crap, messed up crap going on. I don't know if they're vampires. I still don't know what's going on. Um, but I'm I still. Guess eventually you'll. But it, eventually it'll get explained. It was. It's a good season so far. I really, really, really like it. Yep. All right. So last, uh, last podcast I spoke about the last movie to be made for the Purge series, which was the Forever Purge. Um, unfortunately, they did have a second season to the Purge series. So the la the movie was the last of that series, but the Purge season two came out before it. Is it placed it, before or set after? No, it happens between Anarchy and Election Year. Okay. Uh, the Purge season two, it happens at least 14 years after the first Purge. It depicts events in New Orleans and departs from all previous installments of the Purge in that most of the plot happens after the day of the Purge instead of during it. So um, it was a good season. But I'll tell you right now, I can see why they decided to end the Purge series. It's just getting a little redundant. Yeah, you can't, you can't you, do so much. He's just going back and back and back and back. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's on Hulu. So, yeah. What else? Nice, nice. Um, so, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> I always uh, draw a blank. Okay, so I saw the first episode of Squid Games. I started the other day, kind of got bored halfway through. And today I got to finish up the first episode uh, without giving too much away. Um, Squid Games is based on a child's game called The Squid Game. Um, I think it's mostly from Korea. Um, is it American at least? Can we listen to it so in English? So they, they have it dubbed and subbed in English and various other languages. But I think originally it's Korean. Um, so you see their mouths move a little extra or a little less than what the sound actually is. But it's pretty good. Um, 
this thing has blown. But then again, everything. Like, I remember when Manifest was the big thing. Tiger King was the big thing. But now Squid Game, everybody's talking about Squid Game. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. So I was like, I was like, okay, let me see what everything's going You know, what everybody's going on about. Because I just didn't want to keep seeing spoilers on Facebook and Instagram. So I see a pop-up yeah. on my Netflix, but I haven't jumped on it yet because... I'm not a follower. Like, I'm not saying that you are, but I got too many shows to watch and I can actually ignore. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so um, I just kind of tend to remember certain things and it takes away the emotional value for yeah. me. So uh, I saw it and I really liked it. Uh, it's kind of messed up, but it's a good show. So check it out. The director's trying to, uh, has been trying to get this picked up for at least 10 years and finally somebody picked so it up. So this is 10-year-old show? No, yeah, it, it didn't come out 10 years ago. He's been trying to get his story picked up for 10 oh, years. Okay, okay. And he, so he has, uh, the next season comes out, I think, this December, season two already. So, it's crazy. All right, so as you guys know, I've been doing a Halloween marathon with my friend Maria. Obviously, in the last podcast, I spoke about Halloween uh, 2007, which was directed by Rob Zombie, and how they depicted the whole new uh, world of... uh, I mean, it's the same world, but um, through the eyes of Rob Zombie. And Rob Zombie is very, very, like, satanic rocker. Um, But this one movie, Halloween 2007, was actually easily... 1970s... uh, really good movie now he did a sequel to it he was given freedom reign to do it he was do he was given freedom reign to do it but it's still based in the 70s or maybe early 80s mm-hmm. but it was with the rock edge like movie was just like hardcore you know grunge rock 666 all over the place it really it, it kind of i kind of lost it for the for for the rob zombie features um i wanted to see a part three but unfortunately rob, rob zombie didn't come back um and i kind of it's funny because you see this movie you're like what's going on here but i kind of got the idea of what i knew he was going for he's you're seeing the world through the eyes of michael myers and that's why everything 666 rock grunge all that stuff so halloween 2 laurie strode struggles to come to terms with her brother michael's deadly return to haddonfield illinois meanwhile michael prepares for another reunion with his sister um this one actually finished off you see my uh michael myers get killed off in this one um but i thought that they were going to continue the story with the sister because at the end of the movie she's locked in up in the same asylum and she sees her mother and her brother but a, in a, a little child form and a horse and they're coming to her and she's like and you look it looks like she might be taking a mantle but um they were gonna that was this was around the time that they were doing the whole 3d effects and it was gonna be called halloween 3d but in that um rob zombie never came back so they left it like that what else oh, wow. nice nice Interesting. I've spoken um, about the Halloween series, and I've gave the whole um, layout of all the movies for yeah. like a while. So I get you. Yeah, good, good. That was the ending of that of the third iteration. Because if you okay, even though they have some of the same actors, Halloween right? John Carpenter was the first one. That they made Halloween Halloween two. That was supposed to be the end of that story. Then they came out with Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which was his whole separate story. But then they saw that that movie flopped, and it wasn't going to work, the anthology series. So they decided, all right, let's bring back Michael Myers. 
So they brought Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. Now, 1, 2, connected to 4. And then we find out that Michael Myers had, they call it the Thorn Trilogy. He had this tattoo of a thorn. So, and there was this cult that worshipped him. And then came out part 5. Halloween, the revenge of Michael Myers. He was never killed, so that continued that. And um, it was following Laurie Strode's daughter. Now, Halloween 6 was called The Curse of Michael Myers. And he finds Laurie Strode's daughter, who has a son, and he kills her. But the son is now he's chasing the little boy, Stephen. His great nephew? His. No, it's his nephew. No, it's oh, yeah, yeah, it was great enough. So he's chasing the little boy to kill him. Um, unfortunately, that ended, and um, they were like, you know what, let's get rid of this Thorn trilogy, let's make a, a real part three and call it from Halloween 1 to Halloween H2O, which was 20 years later. Laurie Strode, who is his sister at the time, is in school, she's a dean. She has a son who's going to the same school. Other than a daughter. They wiped the slate Red, clean with Redcon. that. Redcon. So, so it goes 1, 2, H2O? H2O goes So next. they're not doing 4 anymore in that? They, that would be 3. That okay. would be the real part 3. So Michael Myers finds her in the school, tries to kill her, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the movie, supposedly he gets his head chopped off. Turns out it was a paramedic that got his head chopped off. Now there's a part four, Halloween Resurrection. Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Laurie Strode, is locked up in an insane asylum because she lost it. Michael Myers finds her in the insane asylum, finally kills her. Then he goes, gives the knife to this loony guy who knows all about killers. So he's like, Michael Myers, blah, blah, blah. So now he's done. Because that's all he wanted. He wanted to kill his sister. Right? He wanted to kill his sister. Now he's going back home <clears throat> to his original house, living the rest of his days. Finds out Buster Rhymes, Tyra Banks are having what? their own reality show inside his house what? where they send a whole bunch of people to stay the night and be scared or whatever the hell. Is it a comedy? No. Well, you can call it a comedy because it was that bad. Michael Myers ends up going to the house. He starts killing everybody whatever. That was the movie that put the nail on the coffin for Halloween for a very long time because it was so bad. And he killed the sister. He killed the sister. He finally. So that's retconned, obviously. Well, so now afterwards, uh, they went up to Rob Zombie. Hey, do you want to do a remake of Halloween? Sure, he does. 2007's Halloween. Movie's amazing. His portrayal. He gave Michael Myers a backstory. He was played by Tyler Maine, the same guy who played uh, Sabretooth in X-Men, the first X-Men movie. And he's like hulking beast, grabbing people, killing people. Daniel Harris, who played Laurie Strode's daughter in 4 and 5, came back as a woman to play um, the teenage teenager friend. <clears throat> she unfortunately in the second movie gets killed. And obviously, Halloween 2, like I was telling you right now, that was told through the eyes of Michael Myers, bombed. Not, it didn't bomb at the box office, but, but the critics like hated Rob it. Zombie again? The critics hated the movie part 2. So that's why they stopped. And then now they have Halloween Kills, which was 2008's Halloween. Um, they decided to retcon everything from part 2 
Okay. And that was really part two. So you got Halloween, John Carpenter. Wait, Halloween. What? John Carpenter's Halloween. The which first, is the first, 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 first one. Then you have. I Hall- thought. Okay. Then you have Halloween 2018. Oh, which is 60 years later. In their world? In their world. Now everything's retconned. So now this is the fourth universe. So you got John Carpenter's Halloween. Halloween 2018, which is 60 years later. The one that's about to come out, Halloween Kills. That will be the third movie. And the final one will be Halloween Ends, which is the fourth movie. Now, all three of those movies, 2018, Halloween Kills, and Hollywood Ends, Halloween Ends, all happen in one night. So at the end of 2018, I don't know if you saw it, but they bur- they they lock him up in the basement yeah, and they burn and then him. The firefighters come back <clears> and now in 2000 and it kills. They save him, so he comes so out and he continues. Night. All happens in one night. 2018. So 2018 kills and ends. So it's but I, all of those are in 2018 in their universe. Well, no, I'm saying 2018 because Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, and Halloween have the same title. So I always say, John Carpenter's Halloween, Halloween 2018. Now, Halloween Kills is 2021. No, I thought it was 2018. You said one night. I guess you can say that. But I'm, I'm going yeah. by our actual release date. Okay. I'm not going by my actual years. But that's the whole Halloween world. It took me a little while to learn all this. But you have literally one, two, three, four, five worlds in there. Wow. Because they, they've messed up so much. Um, Friday the 13th was the only one that was continuous and actually a Nightmare on Elm Street was continuous too but uh, yeah uh, no that was great I, I love that uh, whole explanation on the Halloween universe it's crazy yeah. I mean um, when you watch it and you actually see it you'll be like wow okay pretty hard wow. to follow that you can really dance uh, wow <laughs> um, so I guess this will be my last one because you know we're running we out of time more. we're running out of time but um, you know so uh, I don't know if you heard of level 16 is that the one where they bring down the things? The no, no, that's platform. Um, so level 16, I recently saw a very interesting movie. It's about a, an all-girls indoor boarding school. They never get to see light of day. It's inside the whole time. And you start at the bottom floor. And as you get older, you start to move up on floors, right? As you get older, you move on to the next floor and next floor and next floor. Where did you um, find this? Oh, it's on Netflix. Check it out. It's not too bad. Oh, and these girls are all wearing the same uniform, and there's a teacher before them, and she instructs them on how to be good, how to not get uh, damaged skin, not how to take care of themselves, how to drink proper water, enough sleep, and how to educate themselves to a certain point. Um, if one girl falls out of line, uh, they they basically dis- disappear. Without giving too many spoilers, um, the teacher looks very young, very, very young, even though she's an adult. Um... And uh, the girls, every night, they take their vitamins, and they wake up the next morning and do the same exact thing. They exercise, they eat well, they don't get sunlight, so they don't get messed up their skin. Um, So that's kind of their idea of staying healthy. And that's it. They grow, and they look forward to one day getting a nice job. Is this a drama? It's kind of just a, a, a movie. It's just a movie. Um, so There's no drama, no horror, no no. One day, one no girl. Suspense? No, yeah. One day, one girl starts to not want to take her vitamins, um, so she because she heard another girl like who stays awake at night. So she's like, you know what? Let me see what she's about at night. So uh, she can't wait, stay awake at night though. So she starts to wonder why can't I stay awake at night? Why can't I fight that? 
So she starts to discover the vitamins they give her are actually sleeping pills. So one day, she doesn't take the vitamins. She just pretends to. And she notices that every night, a man starts to come in, a man, and starts to touch the feet of the girls, feels them, and then takes one out of the room and brings them in later in the night. Oh, he rapes them? Um, no. Um, he doesn't. I mean, sometimes they do touch them, but not full on rape. Um, I say that out loud. Um, I don't want to trigger anybody. But, um, so, uh, then, so she continues doing so. But, so when, one night, she basically follows the man, and he sees where he takes the girl. They take this girl to the top level, or, or one of the levels, the upper levels of this facility. Um, and he, and she sees that the girl is sat down on a couch, knocked out. And the teacher, their teacher and the man who came in to pick them up are talking to two very old people. And it's always old people that come to see the girls. And they're looking at the old people and they compare the girl's skin to the old people's skin. So it's rich elderly people. Let's say a rich elderly woman starts to feel the girl's face and say, I like it. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. So what, do they kill them or do they just They take the, fem the girl's faces and implant it on these people who have lots and lots of money. That's why these girls are being raised like cattle for their skin. Oh, At the end of the day, you discover that that teacher, the reason she looks so young, it's because it's oh, it, 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 that face is not hers. It belonged to a past girl who was raised wow. in the facility. That's so it's kind of crazy. You got to check creepy. it out. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Obviously, you know, continuing with my old MCU. Besides the MCU, I watched right, the right, over. Right. We watched Blade Two, Blade Forms, and Uneasy Alliance with Vampire Council in order to combat the Reapers, who are feeding. On vampires, honestly, um, part two always kind of creeped me out. I did like it better than I did. I mean, part two was dope. Uh, part one was dope with the action. Uh, I did not like part three of Blade Three, but part two always because it was Guillermo del Toro. Okay, I don't know if you know who Guillermo del Toro is, but he's the director of Hellboy, Hellboy Two, Pan's Labyrinth. He's done all these movies that are very. Um, he did. Um, he did. Uh, <clears throat> Pacific Rim. Is uh, Blade 2 the one where Morbius shows up at the end? No, Morbius is not none of them. Yeah, the secret ending. Dracula. 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 Uh, but, um... I mean, wait, wait, wait. In, in the secret ending, right? There's not a secret ending. There is. He's on the other side of the building. He's on the building. He's looking at the other building, and the guy's just looking at him after the credits. There's no Morbius. I've seen these so movies it, it, it might times. be Dracula, but yeah, it, there's definitely part a post-credits In part one, he shows up in a post-credit scene in Moscow and then um, he's going to kill Dracula? the vampire no in part one he's going to kill vampires in Moscow in part two um, he shows up and in, in, a, in a porn shop you see um, one of the one of the vampires he's like oh a couple of raised the blades he's getting ready to like you know have some sex or whatever the hell and then you see blaze like the the is open and blade's sitting there he's like oh you thought i forgot you wow and then he sticks the knife to his head and then in blade three trinity he just drives off his motorcycle pr pretty much telling us that the world continues with vampires but yeah. he's riding into the sunset he has to do his job still and the last thing that I saw, which was a series, uh, the season one, Teen Wolf season one, an average high school student and his best friend get caught up in some trouble causing him to receive a werewolf bite. As a result, they find themselves in the middle of all sorts of dramas in Beacon Hills. 
Um, I, one thing I definitely don't like about this show is the transformation of werewolves because they don't transform fully into a werewolf form. I hate that. Um, only like the alphas transform into like a big old hulking uh, beast of a werewolf. Yeah. But the other ones only have their faces the and they have they have the um, <clears throat> the nails. But then again. Obviously, this is based off of a movie that came out in the 80s with Michael J. Fox where he transforms half of his face into a werewolf. So um, they try to make this a little more serious. I, I tell you, the, cinem the cinematography, it's all MTV, beautiful. Uh, that's why I'm always telling you that this is way better than um, Vampire Diarrhea. Um, <clears throat> but uh, like they could, they could literally have a drama show just like this and it would be so dope vampire diarrhea but they had to involve so much romantic bs but you got all that stuff in in teen wolf and it's just as good mm. um but anything else you want to add up so we can uh call it a night oh uh, no that's it for now Alrighty, everybody so we have come to the conclusion of another episode of nights at, at the, the podcast. podcast and we are coming from Trop tropicana here in elizabeth new jersey uh, small little shout out again <clears throat> and uh we'll be we'll be with you guys next week on same time same place wednesday, wednesday. Um, and just like always take care man <laughs>